Welcome to Safety Net, a patient safety podcast with news, trends, and ideas from CRICO, the insurance program for all of the Harvard Medical Institutions and their affiliates, bringing a data-driven approach to reducing medical error through clinical analysis of malpractice claims. Every hospital wants to know what it's doing well and where it can improve its patient and staff safety profile. Understanding its own risks and patient care vulnerabilities is vital to an organization, but gaining that understanding is difficult. The ideal assessment would come from an outside expert and include transparent, honest, cross-departmental, and cross-functional input from people who do the work every day. And it would be without fear of penalty from an oversight body. To that end, the Harvard System's malpractice, self-insurance, and patient safety company, CRICO, expanded its risk assessment program and has been completing a record number of risk assessments for member organizations. Hospital leaders are enthusiastic about the work because the recommendations that come out are tangible and because CRICO assessments are conducted by the patient safety department within their own captive insurer with no punitive component. Depending on the size and the complexity of the organization, the assessment can take from three to five days to complete all the interviews. Bessie Manley-Zum has worked in a variety of clinical areas and hospital roles, including nurse director, and is now director of patient safety at CRICO. What do they want to do to improve the work environment as it pertains to the patient and staff safety? Basically, we're holding a mirror up to their current practices, and we take away from this process the ability to identify both their strengths And importantly, there are opportunities that if they address these proactively, they may prevent patient harm. And again, with the ultimate goal of creating safer environments of care for both staff and for patients. Manly Zom says the fact that CRICO is owned by and serves the Harvard Medical Institutions helps to increase familiarity and trust for the participants. The risk officer for Beverly Hospital agrees. Beverly is one of six hospitals and 10 clinics that recently merged with Boston-based Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to form B.I. Leahy Health. Barbara McCarthy is the enterprise risk officer at Beverly. This is not the regulators. There's no uh, money being taken away and incentives being, you know, given. This is just, you know, how are we doing? And that There's a lot to be said for that. With the merger of Leahy and BI, the CRICO Risk Appraisal Process, or RAP for short, was offered and accepted by several entities within the Leahy orbit. The large Leahy Hospital and Medical Center had an assessment, as did Beverly Hospital, along with three of its affiliates. Commonly, a risk assessment isn't just looking for vulnerabilities. It also provides some validation for safety efforts already underway. This led to some surprises for McCarthy, a 47-year Beverly Hospital veteran, about several initiatives going on in her own facility. I'll mention three things. First was a a Golden Scalpel Award award for great work and uh, great safety in the OR. Did not know about that. Um, did not know that the nursing division was as far along as it was in a shared governance model and developing that. So that was very great to hear. And the third thing that I I learned was that the OB department had really done its own or begun its own uh, diversity and inclusion initiative uh, that we then needed to link up and make sure it aligned with what the organization was doing. So those were three really great things that I was, was like, wow, that's really cool. The risk assessment for Leahy Hospital and Medical Center in Burlington, Massachusetts, also discovered best practices along with opportunities to improve. Dr. Andrew Villanueva is the chief quality officer at the center. He said this kind of review intrigued him when it first became available with the merger. 
I, I would say, you know, that the RAP experience was positive, it was helpful, it was unintrusive, and it has led us to change some of the things that we have done and also helped us, I think, with specific action items uh, based on our priorities. Dr. Villanueva is a 30-year veteran at Leahy. He says that having outside experts review their patient safety efforts yielded clear benefits. I'll give you an example. You know, we uh, were very proud to talk to them about our daily safety huddle at the organizational level. And this has spawned organically huddles in different units, but it hasn't been universal yet. And one of the recommendations from our CRICO wrap was um, to uh, expand that you know, to maybe have expectation that all of the units have huddles and that the lessons learned or the information that are gained from these huddles be funneled upward to a leadership level. Um, I think that um, people who have adopted the unit huddles have found it very, very useful because they're short, you know, they're to the point, and it's really, you know, done by that frontline staff. Um, so I think that one of the things that I would like to adopt from that is to take the uh, units, have those huddles cascade up uh, upwards so that maybe there would be an, an executive huddle in, midday, for instance, after people have had all of their huddles. Uh, we saw a model of that at uh, Cleveland Clinic. I know that's the structure that, that they have. So that was a specific lesson learned. According to Manley Zum, the RAPs that CRICO conducts are highly structured qualitative assessments. They explore aspects of an organization's culture of safety and identify gaps known to increase risk of harm to patients and staff. There are three main tenets of patient safety that become areas of focus in the assessments, structure, culture, and leadership. So when we talk about structure, we're talking about the structure of communication throughout an organization from the leadership, how does that cascade down to the frontline staff? The same within a unit or, or a different environment of care. Culture looks at the safety of the environment. Do staff fill out safety reports? Do they feel empowered to speak up? Do they feel as if they're working in a safe environment and how is that data shared with them? And then leadership looks at are the leaders visible, engaged, present? Do they model a culture of staff and patient safety? A big piece of the value in these risk assessments is the ability to share best practices among CRICO members. Individual organizations may not have the opportunity to share and celebrate their work widely across systems, whereas CRICO is uncovering excellent work through these assessments and can connect leaders from multiple institutions to spread the learnings. CRICO's risk assessment at Beverly Hospital, which took place in late 2020, consisted of 138 virtual interviews with leaders, providers, and staff. For interview subjects, McCarthy sought out a diverse pool of participants, not only to help identify problems, but also to identify solutions. So that became a priority. You know, we needed to hear everyone's voice in some respect. So diversity of discipline, whether you're a provider or a leader, a board member, um, a medical staff leader or a medical staff member or staff nurse or a, a respiratory therapist. We wanted to make sure that everyone's voice was heard. The CRICO assessment team shared its findings with senior management and leaders and again with all of the interview participants. 
McCarthy says the follow-through communication is critical. She also sees potential to extend some good patient safety practices that Crico found in some unnoticed corners of her own institution that could be effective if applied more widely. They gave shout-outs to specific departments for specific, very concrete activities. What that allows us to do is really leverage those strengths. Um, and these were non-traditional departments like, you know, environmental services and facilities and, you know, our, our psychiatric departments and those places where we could, we could really have them be best practice and expert in certain things that we would like to move across the facilities. McCarthy says the opportunities and vulnerabilities identified in the report can be prioritized for immediate action or potentially connected to initiatives in FY22. For Dr. Villanueva at Leahy Hospital and Medical Center, the risk assessment comes at an opportune time for longer-range planning. I think this is a nice blueprint. Um, so it, it sort of gives us direction. It, it happens to coincide with a strategic a planning process that's going on in the institution right now. And in terms of, you know, the strategic priorities for uh, quality, safety, and experience, this aligns very nicely. We have found it helpful enough so that they have done a, um, an analysis of our internal medicine uh, clinic, and we're asking them to come back to do that process for our general surgery department as well. Manly Sum says Crico plans to continue conducting risk assessments and service line assessments for its members with a goal of conducting 15 more in 2022 and helping create safer environments of care for staff and for patients. I'm Tom Agello for SafetyNet. Thank you for listening to SafetyNet, a podcast of news, trends, and ideas from Crico in the Harvard Medical System. Find all of our podcasts at www.rmf.harvard.edu slash podcasts and subscribe. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and then rate and review the show to help others find it too.